Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. Sniper, Everyday Sniper. With over 5,000 followers and over 800,000 downloads. No kidding. We actually, I, I saw we were yeah, like at 5,400. So I missed the whole 5,000 um, milestone. I was just pulling that up. Yeah, we're at uh, 5,249. I saw that yesterday, the day before when I did the other um, podcast and I was putting it up. I went, fuck, we crossed 5,000 and I, I didn't mean, even what say the anything. Hell? I'm, I'm waiting on that million to show up on downloads. That's, yeah, that's a pretty the, big milestone. I right? got stuff to give away too, man. I got some like lower <laughs> cost scopes I want to give away. And, That'd be cool. And, and, and so, uh, like, you know, review scopes that I'm not going to use again. So, more and more people are kind of yeah. jumping on the bandwagon. By, by the way, this is Mike from hey, Mile Mike. High Shooting. <laughs> Mike's if, back. In case you guys didn't know who this was. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. They've been giving you a rash of shit in the app. Yeah. Loki, get out, man. Loki's God, killing damn. me, man. Um, yeah, they've been giving you all kinds of drama. For I know. Me. I've been kind of watching the comments. I get phone calls. I get emails. I get people walking in. I even have people are like, hey, man, is there falling out? Was there some kind of shit that went down? And I was like, no, dude. It's like you. It's hard to explain because you and I talk and text all the time. Right. But we're never really in the same spot in the same time. So getting together and trying to do like that gear review I wanted to do with you that we talked about mm -hmm. right after class. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The, we're still going to do because <laughs> that shit's going to be funny as hell. Um, but doing stuff like that. Loki's beating is, me up. I know, dude. He's like, he's all over you, dude. He's like your size. Mm -hmm. um, but just getting together because of our schedules, you know, the way they don't mesh and everything. And um, it's easier to be around each other when we're doing training, but, which we have a schedule that is tentative that we're working on. God damn it, dog, shut fuck up. Oh yeah, also parental advisory, discretion, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you may hear some curse words. There's curse, I'm, I'm, I'm back in curse mode a little bit, so. <laughs> were you, I, were you uh, celebrating National Kindness Day? No, I didn't know there was a National yeah, Kindness Day. Yeah, it was like a couple Day. weeks ago. I didn't see, I missed We tried that. to celebrate it at the shop. There's a couple people that get beat up every now and then. I, I missed all that stuff. No, it's 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 all good, man. I uh, part of it is my schedule, and honestly, like I get home off the airplane, I just melt into the bed. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I I spend about twenty four hours just friggin' not moving. Right. And and so it's always like, well, then you got to jump in and do stuff, catch up with the email. Well, the older and guys get wore out. I do get too. wore out. Yeah. I actually yeah. added for next year. Not a spring chicken anymore. No, not at all. Next year for our Alaska classes, we added in a day off in between because it's just been beating me up so bad. So we actually have one day off between the classes. Do now. you wear your moccasins to those courses? No, and I, that's the problem, is I don't wear slippers up there. That's your problem. Because I, 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 uh, I only bring like the one pair of shoes, unless I know yeah. it's gonna rain, then I'll bring a spare pair. But um, yeah, I don't bring my slippers, so I end up uh, just being in combat boots the whole time. And so I have a story for you. Go ahead, man. Let's hear we you. Haven't, we um, haven't had a story. We haven't a had a Mike story in ages. So this is a fairly recent story. I think uh, this one's for you, Dave. Uh, he came into the shop the other day. We kind of chatted up a little bit. And Dave in the class, Dave? No. Uh, yeah, he was in one of our classes. He mm -hmm. lives down in Castle Rock. Yep, yep. I'm not going to throw out his last name. Some people don't like that, but he knows. He, he'll know who I'm talking about. So uh, we were BSing, and he's like, so what's new with you? And I was like, you know, I'm bringing something back. He's like, what'd you bring him back? And this Don't totally... say porch monkey. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't say that. <laughs> That's clerks. Yeah. Um, it totally broke my heart, but I had to do this. And some of you guys will kind of feel for me on this one. But my daughter is not a good eater. 
No, a lot of little kids. A lot of, and a girl a lot of little especially. kids aren't right, and they and this little girl is particularly strong-willed. Not real sure where she gets it from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, she is very strong-willed, and um, it makes it very difficult on everybody to make meals, you know, and everything like that. Because they, you know, you, you got to give her something different. You got to make four separate meals for you know right, four right, separate right. kids or whatever. So, I just got tired of it, and plus I've been doing college. Mm-hmm. So like I'm and that's eating. the other thing you got homework and yeah, stuff I got to do. Yeah, homework. I'm I'm trying to knock that stuff out. I'm trying to be a good student, a good parent, a good worker, a good friend. You know, everybody's requiring a lot of attention, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to get my stuff taken care of and then take care of everyone else. Um, so we're sitting down, we're eating dinner, and I'm trying to do homework, and it's just kind of like an informal dinner at the small table in the kitchen, mm-hmm. right? And Rio's just like, I'm not eating it. And I said, here's the situation. You're going to eat that. It was meatloaf. Right, right. And we had this same conversation. Well, we had this same conversation about hamburger the week before. Hold on. (laughs) Dogs are getting rowdy. Hang on. So anyways, yeah, we had the same thing with hamburger uh, the week before. And I told her, this is just hamburger. It just doesn't have a bun. Right. It's just hamburger. Just eat it. And she just gave me the head shake. And I said, okay. So I looked at Alexa and I said, Alexa, set the timer for 10 minutes. And I said, Rio, go stand in that corner. Nice. So Alexa's their punishment. Yeah, right? So it gets, yeah, it's like I'm, I'm training Pavlov's dog over here. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, put your nose in the corner. So she's got her nose in the corner and she's crying and I feel bad. Yeah. But I got to well, break, that's why I gotta break her will. Well, because you didn't hurt her. Yeah. I got to break her will right, to right. want to fight me. Mm-hmm. Like she's always fighting me. Yeah, yeah. Right? And Heidi's frustrated. Everybody's frustrated. So, um, timer goes off. I'm like, all right, come back over here, sit down. So she comes over and sits down. And I said, are you going to eat your food? And she's like, no. I said, perfect. (laughs) Alexa, set a timer for 10 minutes. She she starts crying. I put her in the corner. Go stand in the corner. So she's standing in the corner and she's being very dramatic at this point. Mm -hmm. So she's She's like... She's escalating. Her her legs are getting tired. She's in tier two now. Yeah, she's... Oh, man, she's done time in the corner. And... (laughs) She's using her hands to hold her up on the walls, you know, just like mm-hmm. hold herself up. Because I told her she couldn't sit down. Mm-hmm. So the timer goes off. I said, Rio, come back over to the table and sit down. And at this point, Heidi's frustrated enough. And you know, Heidi's an emotional mm-hmm. creature, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Heidi's crying. Rio's crying. Dogs are fighting. I'm sitting there trying to do my homework. And I'm just like, what is going on here? Yep. I said, Rio, are you going to eat your dinner? And she goes, I don't know. <laughs> I said, you have to give me a yes or no answer. So she shakes her head. I said, are you not going to eat your food? She goes, no, I just want to go to bed and I can't stop crying and my heart is broken. And like all these things is just snowballing, right? So I said, okay, Alexa, set the timer for 10 minutes. Ah! She freaking goes ape shit, right? So she goes and stands in the corner, and Heidi's yelling at her now. Why don't you just eat it? Just freaking eat the food, right? And I'm doing homework. So she gets done. She comes back over. I said, Rio, come over and sit down. 
comes over and sit down. I was like, are you going to eat your food? I feel like this is like V for Vendetta. Are you going to yeah. tell me where V's at? Right, 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 right. right. Or well, I'm going to take you out back behind the chemical shed. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm just like, are you going to eat your dinner? And she goes, I just want to go to bed. And I said, well, bed's not an option right now. Are you going to eat your dinner? And then we just sat and stared at each other. So I said, I'm going to give you two minutes to take a bite of food. So I set the timer for two minutes. And she just sat there and looked at me. And I said, are you going to eat your food? Heidi's like standing there with with the food. She's got the airplane ready for the runway. Just take a bite. You know? (laughs) And I said, well, it doesn't look like you're going to eat your food. You're not going to eat your food, are you? She's like, no. I say, okay. Alexa. And she's all, no! (laughs) So finally, she took two bites of food. And then we all went to bed. And it was great. But family life for you man dude I, it it was a it was about 40 to 50 minutes mm-hmm. of just trying to break her will and, and i'm just trolling people on the internet you're the trolling people on the internet doing your thing. arguing about friggin prs we're doing hypothetical like there's these in the competition section of the hide there's these conversations about competition mm-hmm. and you know people competition's aren't happy. good yeah but people aren't happy with the tech division people aren't happy with the production division People don't like the classifications now that came out. So there's all this. It's like, well, you can simplify this and still scale it and do this. So for like a week, we've been just going back and forth over these classifications and divisions. And it's all just a theoretical exercise because I'm not plugged into any series to any degree where they're going to make any changes. So I'm just basically doing these academic exercises saying this is really an easy thing to solve. You got all this fucking drama with... $2,000 $2,000 rifles. And I'm going to mark you down r- for an F word. R- r- right, right. Yeah, did I do another one? Probably. <laughs> I didn't even realize I did it. It was just so That's seamless. That's what's the best thing is I just want you to talk to me, Frank. Yeah, and it's just seamless. It just like comes right out. But anyway, so I'm doing this stuff, and it's like, dude, this is just an academic exercise. And I say that up front. Right. And these people, For administrative like, purposes only. So in my limited division deal, because I only have two divisions, open and limited. Okay, and open is pretty open, but I do put a weight restriction on open because I think if, you're, if it's a sport with gear, there is not one sport out there that uses equipment that does not have limits on the equipment you use. Right. In every shooting sport. Ha- right. So I put a, an open only has a weight limit. That's it. Other than that, open's open, but limited has limits. And one of my limits for limited class, and that's it, just two divisions, open and limited. Limited is factory ammo. So people are like, but what happens if a guy gets custom Copper Creek? Is that factory? I'm like, dude, if you want to spend Josh's $50 plus a box. It's a lot of money. To go shoot your hidden hand so maybe loads. It's, maybe it's a, a matter of if you did not manufacture this yourself and it came from a manufacturer of ammunition. Right. Then yeah, sure, go ahead. But it's like... Josh charges a ton of money. Yeah. His ammo's good, nothing wrong with it. It's just he's expensive. Especially if you customize it. Mm-hmm. Now if you have As that, it should be. if you have that kind of disposable income, you're probably a pretty crappy shooter because you're spending all your time working and not practicing. So if a guy wants to go and spend because I the last time I shot Copper Creek, I shot custom 260 he made for me, 136 CNRs. One match at K&M to use his ammo cost me $1,800 for just his ammo. If you want to spend that, 
But everybody always goes to these directions where it's like contrarian. But what about this? And because they're mad because I, well, I said, well, it's 26 in limited. It's a 26 inch barrel. Well, why a 26? Well, why this? Why that? Why that? It's like, because factory rifles come in 26 if you go the longest barrel you can get. Mm -hmm. They're 26 for what we shoot. The most common factory rifles got a 26 inch barrel. Now, if you change the barrel to a custom barrel because you burnt your barrel out in your RPR, well, then just change it to 26 and don't go to 28 or 30, 26 inches, and you can continue to shoot your RPR in limited class with a custom barrel. If you change your trigger, it don't matter. And when I tell them what the weight limits is accessories don't matter. I don't care what your scope weighs. I don't care what your bipod weighs. I don't care what all this stuff, but I want for limited division, I want an 18 pound rifle. A out of the box AI will fit within the 18 pounds. Mm -hmm. And they're about one of the heaviest rifles between AI- The and, rifle itself. Yeah. Right. Between AI and Kadex, in its bare form, they're about the heaviest you're gonna get mm -hmm. out of a box. I agree. And so 18 inch, or 18 pounds without accessory in the limited division. Like I said, the open, I want to leave open, but I want to put a weight limit on it only because I think you have to have a restriction. And, it, and it, it's really ridiculous that it's, it's you're, you got guys that are going 28 to 30 pounds with stuff. There's no reason for that. And it, it, it needs to be reined in because it's not practical. It, 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 and it's from an outside person looking in. If somebody says that person won and then they read they had a 30 pound friggin' six millimeter, they're gonna be like, well, why am I fathering? Mm -hmm. But if you say, hey, there's limits and here's the rules for a division, oh, I can do that. 26 pounds on a gun, okay, I could do that. That's fine. I can get in any gun you make, you can get an MDT chassis, you could put a weight system on it and not go over that, but it gives you a limit and it gives somebody something they can look at and go, okay i get it why is there a weight limit because weight limits are practical weight limits matter and it keeps them in a more practical edge of what we're doing but it's just the arguments are so one guy tried well to... it makes it across the board okay right so you have between we'll call it it you know an eight and a ten or whatever so your eight and your tens in that class right here, mm -hmm. you know, can competitively shoot against each other. Right. And then it comes down to the shooter. Yeah. And we want to bring the shooter in on this. And then this this one jackass keeps going to marathons. There's only one winner in the Boston Marathon. I go, no, there's not. Yes, there is. There's only one winner. I said, dude, and I went and pulled it up. There's four winners in the Boston Marathon. But, it, 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 but he's like, well, but that doesn't count. It's like, dude, how are you comparing the Boston Marathon, which is an elite level event that has to be qualified for, to a competition? It's like you are the dumbest, most fucking stupid person on the planet that they want to go in these another F. They want to go in these. <laughs> I wasn't marking that down. I was just I was doodling on no. this paper over here. But you know what I mean? It's That's the kind of arguments you have to deal with with these idiots. And then they're back into the... I don't want participation trophies for people. I don't want this. Why am I giving a prize to someone? I guess I'm missing the context they, though. Well, because they only, like, they only like the pretend that I haven't been on sniper side in mm -hmm. like two months, only to kind of check one or two things that someone's like, hey, someone's saying this on sniper side. And I go and look at them and I'm like, I'm not even gonna justify this really response. Yeah. Like, I don't Which even I know. Which I can talk about, you got thrown under the bus last week. Which, whatever, it wasn't even what I said, so. Yeah, but, so go ahead, yeah. Anyways, so it, but, it, uh, but, like, just pretend, like, 
I don't know what you're talking about. Are you guys restructuring the PRS system? No, or but what, they, are you, they, what are you doing? They, there was posts of them as the season's over now. Mm-hmm. There's posts of people bitching about what they don't like about it. it. Has nothing to do with me. Yeah, but nobody's doing anything to fix it. Right. Yeah. So what I did is I came which up, which has been the the problem, the problem since along. the beginning. Now right? I understand they are fixing it. They came out with new stuff. Supposedly Shannon is doing a bunch that's going to be announced. Good. New rule changes, but they made posts absent of Frank. Bitching about one, the tack division, mm-hmm. two, the classification. So your three hundred eights and stuff, right? Yeah. And so they don't like the production division. They don't like the tack division, and they're really af- afterthoughts because you they only promote open. They only look at what's being done in open. Your own matter of fact, uh, Nate, who shot my Minnesota class, one production. And he was at the finale, one production, and had to go tap him on the shoulder and said, hey, do you want my picture too? Mm-hmm. Like, they literally didn't even take the guy's picture because he was in a subdivision. So they only care about open. But then the open guys are now back to the, why are we recognizing the 50th place 308 shooter again? The, the, the whole mm-hmm. bitch about the Kafaru podcast right, and all yeah, that yeah, yeah. stuff. So they're back into that mode again, and it's like, Yes, it raises the level of competition when you throw everybody in one pot. So I get that. So if you take everybody who's out there shooting and we put them all in one pot and the best is going to rise to the top and it's going to raise a lot of the boats because you were now going to have to step up. However, while it may increase the level of competition, it does not increase the amount of competitors. And it's like... In, 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 the, in one of the aggravating, and I'm not going to out anybody because it just happened the other day. I had a conversation and a back and forth with a pretty big PRS guy. When I was telling that story, I guess Alexa was listening from the other room. Her oh, timer she's just on went now. Off. Alexa, timer off. Oh, I hear it. Stupid bitch. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm talking with a guy, and, he, and it was about the divisions and classification stuff. And I said, gee, you know... And here's the thing. You know how many pros shot this year? In the PRS for this year, how many people shot and competed to the pro level and shot enough matches to qualify? 585. How many competed overall? About 1,500. There's 1,700 listed, but some of them are multiple because they've signed up for more than one division type of thing. But there's about 1,500 people shot. It's like, it's not, it's, it's an artificial look at how big the numbers are because they're small numbers. I mean, honestly, if I walked up to you, and think about this from an influencer standpoint. If I walk up to you and said, I have 1,500 subscribers. Mm-hmm. Give me $50,000 and I'm going to talk to them. What would you say to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, nice try. Yeah, yeah. That, that seems like a lot of money. Uh huh. For followers on what platform and what are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. So there's 585 shot under pros, 1500 or give rounded is how many shot overall. Mm-hmm. That's a drop in the bucket. I mean, if you look at like Sniper's Hide, there's over 400,000 uniques with over 6 million views, and the people spend an average of eight minutes on my site. So 400,000 unique people are watching my site for eight minutes. That's a TV show, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it, 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 it's... With the commercials that they have nowadays. Yeah. Shit. 
and so it's just crazy that this kind of thing's going on that, you know, and, and I get it, man. They're moving slow and they want to do things in a certain measured way, but they move way too slow. And all it is is it's like, listen, simplify this, but make it scalable. Open division, pro and amateur, limited division, pro and amateur, end of story, you're done. The open, other than a weight restriction, is any caliber, anything you want, go for it. You know, I mean, if guys want to shoot a 30-pound 308, go shoot bench rest, dude. Yeah, I'm glad I'm just kind of staying out of that kind of stuff, yeah, man. There's me only too there, for a while, yeah, but you it's know, bored now. Now I'm home, you know yeah, what I mean? So now I look now again. You're, now you're like, oh, I got to get on here and start some shit. Yes, I'm bored. <laughs> and so that's kind of what it comes down to. And, and you know, here's the funny thing. I said to this one, this one guy, it, it's like they bitch because the I, I started the post, the one on divisions, and the guy comes back and goes, well, what's your solution? I'm like, we're three pages in. I started the post, and you're seriously asking me what my solution is when I started this with a solution. Well, yeah. and it's like, you jackass, dude. But I said to him, I said it would Well, be that's why your site's all fucked up, Frank. Yeah. I said it'd be 10 times easier if I kissed every PRS ass guy's shooter's ass and been like, dude, PRS is great. PRS is awesome. NRL's great. NRL is awesome. Every guy who competes is awesome. I want to be all your friends. Well, then I only got to be friends with 1,500 people. And it's like, well, I can do that. Or I can be like, nah, dude, you're fucking up. You're doing this wrong. You should do this a little bit better. And it's minor tweaks. We're, we're really just five degrees of separation. We're not even six. We're five. Mm -hmm. You know, in some cases, we're less. We're 0.5. Right. But it's like these minor tweaks would go a long way. And it's like instead, by me pointing this stuff out, they're, they're pissed. So all the, all the shooters get mad, and Frank's the problem. But it's like, dude, would I rather be have 1,500 people pissed at me, or would I rather have every other person out there who sees me looking out for them cater to them or cater to the 1,500? Because the 1,500 are already being catered to. They're already, you know, the, the inmates are already running the asylum. So why would I cater to the 1,500 when there's thousands out there that aren't doing what they're doing and don't want to do it as it currently sits. Yeah. I mean, I got, like I said, I got no drama with guys who shoot a match. You know, I shot a match. I fucking shot a month. Last month I shot a match. I enjoy it, but I don't enjoy it under the current format. And I especially don't enjoy it with some of the people that are currently shooting it. That's my take. Well, there you go. So what else is going on? I don't know. What else is going on there? It was a busy year. Um, a lot of training, a lot of classes. We got a lot of good feedback on our classes. We did. Um, yep. Actually, Ted's of... fixing some stuff and doing some graphics. When I left the house, he had sent me a, a new graphic for the PowerPoint. Nice. So I'm redoing all the PowerPoints right now. I'm rejiggering up all the, the training and everything that we're doing. Looking to do more drills. Mm -hmm. We're talking about improvements out at the range. Yep, we, uh, we did. We, we talked yesterday about that. We talked about the improvements out at the range, making a bigger firing line, putting some berms, putting mm -hmm. more berms up, trying to make it a little... A little more professional we kind of in the terms of our range is like we have a great place to shoot and there's limited amount of people that go out there it's not a range it's, right it's it's ours. our yeah. range you know so it's one of those we get out there once a month well we get out there once a month to teach a course and then five hours or six hours of that time 
is one person moving stuff around yeah, or cleaning tweaking, something up. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's hard to get out there and do that. So hopefully during this winter we'll get out there and get some stuff done. And you and I were talking about a training schedule for next year, and it looks like tentatively we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, I want to go through the schedule with everyone else to make sure it all lines up. Yeah, well, I got to check my calendar was the same. <clears throat> check your calendar. I got to check my calendar. I got to check Adam's calendar. I got to make sure everybody's stuff lines up so that mm -hmm. we're not doing something when somebody else is gone that can't cover for somebody else. So yeah. I just got to look at that. But um, we have some really good dates available that are coming up. Next uh, year is going to be busy <clears throat> class-wise. I'm adding more. I'm ramping yeah, up. Yeah, you're... Like, going like almost every weekend doing something. Now it's from basically April to October, there's not a weekend I'm probably not going to be teaching or something. And which makes it hard for me to compete. You know what I mean? I'm in mm -hmm. the middle of competition season. Otherwise, I would be competing more. Well, a month goes by so fast, you don't even yeah. see it. You're just like, dude, I'm shooting that match next month. No questions about it. And, and then it's the weekend before, and you don't even have any of your stuff ready to go. And you're just like, eh, I'm not going to shoot Yeah, it I month. get off the plane. I throw everything in a pile. I lay down, and then I go, I don't want to drive to there to go do that. And time off is important, man. It really is. I gotta, you gotta, I'm getting older. Like you said, I got to clear my head. I got to do all that stuff. I got to pick it all you up. You got to lay down, take those mm -hmm. those granddad naps. Yep. I don't do naps during the day you need to do naps yeah i can't i, I bet have you, a you, hard time i bet I'd, you'd be a lot you'd smile a lot more if probably you but i'd have to take something to go to sleep in the middle of the day yeah like some warm milk no warm milk's not gonna do it <laughs> i need i need like overdrive shit man you got to get through this whole penetrate the <laughs> i'm trying to bring your defenses down a yeah, little bit yeah. make it a little softer warm milk um, yeah, maybe shots of whiskey. We got some cool shit going on at the shop, too. So yeah, but so what's going on there? Uh, you guys got my rifle in there still working on. Is it done? Working on that. I'm working on a rifle, too. Mm -hmm. um, or they're working on a rifle for me, anyways. That's what this scope is actually for. We'll get to that. Um, we are building a new building. Mm-hmm. We are doing... Uh, we have plans for range construction. We got Black Friday stuff coming up. We have a new rotation of some sales folks, so we're getting them trained up. You got so. new people already? Dude, Who's we're, new we got to stack the deck, man. We got to make sure that we're in the why right don't spot. You, why don't you wait for new people till you move to the new building? Because when we move to the new building, then it's too late. You think so? I know so. Okay. We're going to have 3,000 square feet of sales area. 3,000? Wow, 3, that's better than your 300. That's my house, dude. But in the basement. <laughs> yeah, that's better than... Better than my 300. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you got 300 10 times now. as much. This is all jammed up in there. It's pretty funny. I've seen a lot of people over the summer and just over in the last couple of months, like coming out for hunting and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, you know? And they're just like, they come in, they're just like looking around. They're like, wow, there ain't shit to this place, but there's a lot of stuff jammed in it. Yeah. And, and then like, the, well, when every little the corner I can put something, something's in that corner. And it's, you'd be amazed what you find in there sometimes, man. There's some stuff that's been in there that I keep forgetting to kind of rotate around somewhere. I met uh, Troust. For the first time. Stewie? Stewie. I met him at did Competition you, Dynamics. Did he tell you his dog story? No, I didn't talk to him but for five minutes oh at the end. Oh my God. If anything, that five minutes would have been well spent with his dog story. Okay, no. So if anybody knows Stuart from Trout, ask him his dog story. Tell him Mike sent you. Yeah. He'll give you the goods. Yeah, because I, I met him for five minutes at the... Uh, I never laughed so hard in my it, entire life. You know what? Because I, I shot that competition, um, the CD match with Adam from uh, JP. I love that guy. Yeah, and then um, we had dinner with him at the Craig match. Oh yeah, and it got really weird because you know we're we're just all loud. Yes, you know we go on somewhere and we're just like, all right, we sit down, we're having a good time, and the good time turns into a great time, you know, and everybody wants to tell a story and everybody's telling stories and a lot of f bombs being dropped mm -hmm. and. The, 
couple behind us are looking around and Adam's looking at me, looking at them, looking at me, trying to get me to, he's just laughing. But I mean, you know, we'll have like eight or nine people at our table, but I really enjoyed my time that I spent with him. Yeah. So, uh, I was getting ready to just hop in my car and drive home. And so I wasn't even going to, did stick. you bring a gun for him? I brought my gun. His, nice. his, yeah. <laughs> he, he, cause he, I said this, but he said, he's like, he's like, dude, shoot the match with me. I'll give you a gun. I'm like, you already did give me a gun, dude. I got it. I'll yeah. shoot it. Don't worry about it. He, he actually gave that gun to uh, other, other people. But, um, yeah, it was, um, so I met Stewie for just like five minutes and it was really, I was kind of walking out and getting out of there. Cause I don't stay for prize table. You know, I, I, I number one, it doesn't cost me anything to shoot the matches. So why would I take something off the price table right. when I can actually probably call the company up and get it for nothing? So I gave my slot, um, my placement to some Army Ranger dudes. There was two Rangers shooting it. And, and one of them happened to them and I'm like, they called my name. I'm like, dude, go take my yeah, spot. Yeah, get up there and yeah. get up there and grab something. But, um, so I was leaving. I wasn't even going to stay that long. I was just curious to where we placed. And then I was going to split. How'd you guys do? Uh, 17th overall nice. with that. Yeah. And I was Out of like 18 teams? Yeah. <laughs> yeah 22 22 <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, but yeah and so um it, it, it but see the nice thing is i was gas gun guy yeah so i hardly got to miss anything yeah i'm gonna try to talk paul into shooting a, a team match with me he's not a big match shooter but a gasser he you could just freaking if I dump. put him on the gas gun just yeah, let him let dump. him yeah i'll be like dude he could do his ranger cone of lead yeah me and you we're just going to go walk in the woods, and when something comes up, I just want you to throw as much lead at it as possible. And knock it down. It doesn't. It's not even like a competition setting for him. Right. Which may convince him to shoot with mm-hmm. me. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, because he could do his ranger cone of lead. Yeah, when he misses he the that. first one, he could just keep pulling And just give me a distance. All yeah. right, cool. Just tell him to stack up lots yeah, of rounds. let's do it. Mm-hmm. So that's the cool thing. So, yeah, so I only actually missed four targets the whole weekend. <laughs> but, you know, Adam's got to hit his. Cause that's the bigger score points. Oh yeah. But uh, their their new bolt gun is nice, man. The JP bolt gun, mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, that ultimatum think, action. I with think the we're three gonna look. see a lot of bolt guns coming out in the, the next month or two. It's looking like Shot Show might be more precision rifle centric this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's appearing to me that way. Where last year I thought was a complete bust. I think shot it was there was a lot of non-funding and a lot of, like it was very it was very stupid. quiet it was a slow, shit show. as compared yeah and i think like the firearms industry is kind of making a transition and they've been making this transition but the transition takes a couple years to make like a couple years ago is when everybody was looking at it going okay well maybe we need to be into precision rifle right and now it's taken development. It's taken, you know, hey, well, take this, take this gun and shoot it. Because the precision rifle people are going, yeah, that's not what we do. Yeah. You look at the friggin' Daniel Defense, the precision rifle of the PRS. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen anybody shooting a Daniel Defense bolt gun? No, nope. no, it was a failure. You know what I mean? And it's like, it, 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 so stuff like that. The the precision rifle market is so discerning in a way. Accessories you can get away with a lot. Big stuff, you better be on point. Otherwise, yeah, you're you not going to be ready to present a good right. argument as to why yours is better than somebody else's. Why are you doing it? Because there is way? something out there right now that's already you doing know, top it. of the line. Yeah. So, why is yours better when you bring it to the market? And I think, um, like you said, in the, ne- in the next couple months, we're going to see some more and more come out, and a lot of stuff that's top secret will start, you know, kind of debuting and like, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the usual stuff. But I think it will be more. Precision rifle consent. I'm super psyched that we don't have to do that range day at Shot Show. Dude, 
I'm st I still booked my trip for Sunday, yeah. but I'm psyched we don't have to work range day. Yep. Um, I looked at that and they were like, all right, we're going to have a range day for some other stuff because we're doing, we do other things while we're yeah. down there. They're like, we're range day and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ATAX is out. Mm -hmm. I think I think it should be out. Yeah. And here's my here's my reasoning. I gave it to them and it was like, okay, ATAX is out. Why spend that money? They're like, but we're still going to a range day for this special event kind of deal. And I was like, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'll help at the booth, whatever you need. Yeah. <laughs> you know? the, the range day at Shot Show is really bad. Yeah. It's really bad, man. And, and it has it, it doesn't do anything for you guys other than spend a lot of money for no reason. It does. Because yeah. they charge you a lot. They they Well, it's money for the people to go, and then it's money on the ammo. It's mm -hmm. money on bringing the stuff out there, de uh, degradation of equipment. I gotta, did, did we even get badges? I got to see if I didn't get a badge. If not, uh, I, gotta... I haven't seen mine yet. But yeah. yeah, yeah. We got to check the list for me. I will. I will. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll get Mark to get me a badge. Yep. Now I'm sure it'll work out. Yeah, and then um, yeah. So you guys got a lot of stuff going on. You've been doing a lot of um, like stealthy working on. Fritz has been doing a lot of barreled actions for me. Mm -hmm. That's been working out great. Fritz rifles rock, man. Yeah. Um, so I've been having really good luck with all the barreled action you guys have been doing, and and to me that's been working out so much better. Is just that whole build me a nice custom barreled action, and then I'll drop it in a stock. Because mm -hmm. there's stocks everywhere on every corner. I have spares at my house for days, so it's been it's been a really nice way of doing business to just get a a, a plain barreled action. Well, we've been having them do just barreled actions too, just mm -hmm. straight TL threes. Yeah. With six five, six Creed, six PRC, six PRC is really taking off. I'm gonna do a PRC. Uh, that's what I got well, going. Well, Bighorn right now. was supposed to be sending me. Uh, Dave had emailed me about sending me the long action origin. Uh, just forward it to me. Yeah. Figure well, when it, it shows, it, yeah. they got to send it to you. We'll figure it out. But so I was going to do a PRC on that. So I got a uh, PRC going actually on the same kind of deal. So um, when we get into that, I have a, a friend of mine. You remember Casey? Were you here when Casey came through? Probably. So I was deployed in Iraq with Casey. Oh, yeah. Former yeah, okay. Marine. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you guys are like wiener buddies and everything. So um, he was diagnosed with cancer a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Burn pits. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it had a little bit to do with it, mm -hmm. you know, nobody will admit it, but, um, well, he ended up beating it. Okay. So during that phase. Oh, you told me this. Yeah. 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 He had his grandfather's mm -hmm. rifle and he said, Hey dude, like this thing is all busted up. Like we can like looking at it first look, he was like, I don't know what to do with it. And I said, you know, you want me to fix it? You want me to get it fixed or whatever? He said, dude, if you can make it work, you can have it. I was like, okay, well, let's see, let's see what's wrong with it. So I took it in, and I guess his grandfather was like, kind of like Tony Burks, you know, run the bolt, rip the bolt handle off, <laughs> nice you know, and then like tried to solder it on himself, and like it, it was just all messed yeah, up. Yeah, like yeah. you can't get anything to work on this thing. So I was just like, take everything off and throw it away, keep the action, right? Mm -hmm. So looking at the action, it's a long action. It was originally a 338. So I was like, well, I don't want a 338, right? I want either 300 Win Mag or, you know, PRC started picking up. So this project has been in the work for like two years. It's been literally sitting in the shop for like two years. Okay. And finally, after doing those courses this last year, I was like 6.5 PRC. They, I'm like, really, good. I was like, I'm really liking this. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a long action AI chassis. There I have go. a long action action. I was like, why don't I just do a 6.5 PRC? We'll get a new bolt for it. Cause I got to get a new bolt anyway. So get mm -hmm. a PTG. Send it off to twisted uh, twisted barrels or whatever, and get it um, get it grooved out. Um, 
use an MTU 6.5 barrel, so nice and heavy. Put a breakers, presser on it, whatever. And then I got this Leupold 7 to 35 Mark 5. I think that the Mark I that We're I gonna talk about them later, yeah. yeah, yeah that I just picked up, throw it in a sperm mount, get it running, get it sighted in, and then I'm gonna give it back to him. Gotcha. Nice job, man. Yeah, that's cool. That's the way the stuff's supposed to go. So, yeah, so it's been he's busy. not he's not gonna be invested into it at all. Mm -hmm. It's like he's just like, here, take this and Whatever, it's, been, it's, so. it's been a busy time for all of us. Everybody's just running around doing stuff. Everybody knows what I'm doing because I talk about it every damn week, you know. But it, it, it's one of those deals where, you know, balancing family, balancing this, balancing that. And that's what people don't get, like in the discussions of the match. You got certain people who are really into it or live in a place they can do multiple matches. Yeah, know, they can do a match every weekend. Right, in a, in a relatively simple drive for them. Yeah. You know, and, and there's those, but then there's people, man, that might only want to do one a year, two a year, but there are big numbers of those. Yeah. You know, and you can't overlook those guys, the ones, and, and acting like they're getting in your way is the problem. Right. And that's what Yeah, that's the thing, me. because they're just like, okay, well, this is a, this is a hobby to me. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, if It's I a hobby were, to all of them. Yeah. None of them have an agent. If... If I were to break down an average month in the summer for me, it would be first weekend, maybe, let's say, we'll just say the first weekend is training with you. So I have three days right there. So those three days are gone. Yep. I work those two weeks straight, including that weekend. And then I come home that next weekend, second Saturday of the month is a matchup at Pawnee. Right. Well, maybe I'll go shoot it. And if I go shoot it, that means I haven't been home for a weekend in two weekends. Right. So I have a seven-year-old daughter that is now kind of by herself. She's like the only kid. But she likes to go shooting. Mm -hmm. So do I go shoot the match or do I go shoot shooting with her. with her? Right. Right. So I go, okay, well, I'm going to go shoot with you. So we're going to take a day off on this weekend to go shoot. So it's Saturday. So now I have Sunday, right? So now it's one day off in that three-week time span where I'm not like physically in contact with somebody. Mm -hmm. But I still have a wife. Right. Right. Now, if I'm gone for two weekends, mm -hmm. I got to make that up somehow, right? Because there's a tension that has to be. And, and I do this every single day, right? Yeah. And then, again, it comes back to the last weekend of the month. Maybe I'll do something for myself, but chances are I'm going to have to do something for everybody you're, else. You're, you're coming down. like you can it, Plus school. Right. You're, that's <laughs> cool. So you're basically saying to your wife... You got two hours on Wednesday between <laughs> let me pencil nine you and in. eleven. Yes. Yes. Let me pencil you in. You're, you're, you're we'll sit down and watch The Mandalorian. Yeah, you know? yeah, which was good. I've been watching. Have you watched it? Uh, yeah. It kicks ass, huh? It is. Yeah, Kiana yeah. got um, three years of Disney Plus for free through her Disney connection. So I'm on it, man. I'm like all over Disney Plus. You're like, uh, let's go ahead and set me up a profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> You've been using my Netflix for how long? Yep. Yeah. So yeah. now I took her, Her, she's got my Netflix, I've got her Disney Yeah, with Plus. that Disney thing, you can group it with Hulu or you can, and by the she way, guys, they, they're not paying us to say this, but you can group it with Hulu or yeah. you can get it with the Verizon uh, Unlimited Verizon, plan. Right, she has Verizon plan. and she has the Disney uh, uh, season passes. So through both Verizon and that, she got all that yeah. shit. We're planning on doing Disney World next year. Yeah, she, I'll tell you what, man, She, I, I, the, 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 the trick to go to Disney... Don't show up till one o'clock mm -hmm. in the afternoon. Right. Bring a little backpack with some stuff, like drink stuff and some right. snacky bits. Some Colorado stuff. Right, Colorado stuff. Then enjoy the night and then wait until the fireworks are over and stay. And then go back a second time and do all the super fun rides you like 
at night after the fireworks because the park is still open for two hours, mm-hmm. but everybody leaves. No more lines. Mm. You know, but yeah. that's the. Did trick. you do the Millennium Falcon? Hell yeah! I crashed the Millennium Falcon Did like you? a dog, dude. See, that's see. I got. I went in. I got the Christian, Matty, Rio, and Heidi, mm-hmm. which you need and five. Myself, right? You got to have myself. two pilots, two engineers, and a gunner. Or something. So I'm like, I'm like pre-planning this thing because yeah. this is like a once-in-a-lifetime Disney World trip for me. Yeah. Right, and I want everybody the, the else Star to have Wars fun. Star Wars Land is super, but kick-ass. Star Wars is for me. Yes. Okay, me and Christian primarily. So I'm gonna, I, I gotta make that decision right now if I'm going to be the pilot or the gunner. Which one's more important? Because I'm coordinated to do. I both. don't like the. I was the up and down pilot that did height mm-hmm. and i don't think it responded well so be the left right guy the left right seems to work better than up down and then the engineer people just hit lip buttons just, yeah they, they just push buttons when they stuff. light up yeah. but the, the 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 set in the in the when who's you, the hero at the end of the day well if you win it's the pilot if you if you get the third you have to get three uh cargo carriers you're you're, you're harpooning three cargo things to mm-hmm. steal cargo and the first one's a give me. The second one is you got to work. For you got to work for. It. And the third is really impossible. But if you can get to like the third, your ride is super long. Mm. But if you crash by the second one, your ride is much shorter. So you're like out by the one and a half. Mark. Yeah. And I actually like the Star Wars land better because there was more characters out during the day. Like the stormtroopers are always yeah they're out. on patrol and shit always. And I saw Chewbacca. I saw Ray. And they're all wandering around. When I was in the main parks, you never see hardly any characters except for Mickey and Goofy and those. Right. But um, I thought Star Wars was a much better. Well, they probably took ride, all their though. cast members from over there and yeah. just flooded them over into Well, there's, there's only one ride. There's stores. There's the bar, which you got to get. The dude, cantina. The cantina's got a line for days. Make sure you get an appointment to the cantina. Yep. Because the cantina's line, and they'll only let walk-ins. I'm doing the whole, like, get yeah. your food and drink everything up front. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Travel agent kind of deal. Uh, the, the, um, the cantina, you, you, it, it, the line was always around the corner. And they don't let walk-ins go in until after a certain time. So it might be 11 o'clock at night you right. can walk in. Yeah. So get you have to do an appointment for the cantina. But all you have is the cantina... And then really the the Millennium Falcon ride, and then everything else is just stores over there. And um, the only other thing that's a Star Wars ride is Space Mountain now. Oh, really? Which is Hyper Space Mountain, but it's a Star Wars ride where you're in the dark. Because there are Star Tours too, right? Yeah, but now it's a Star Wars version, and Mm -hmm. what you're doing is you're riding the roller coaster through the middle of a, a battle. Oh, so you have TIE Fighters. And so they just kind of like updated it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, basically okay. there's Star Destroyers flying did, around. Did you go to California? Yeah. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Yeah. I grew up next to that one. Yeah, and that's Kiana goes every week. Yeah. She was three days after I left, she went back. You know, her and her friends on all that went back. But um, the, the that's the one. The Space Mountain has the better Star Wars store. Uh, if you wanted to get Star Wars swag. Oh, yeah. But then the Star Wars area... The stores there, everything's costumes. So almost uh, there was a t- one little mini T-shirt and like hoodie place in the Star Wars land, but then it's building your um, lightsabers, building droids. Yeah, the light dude, the lightsabers. Did are you pretty build nice. one? No, they're freaking two hundred bucks. Yeah, more three hundred bucks. Yeah, you can get one off the shelf for one twenty-five if you do the. <sighs> I'm cup. gonna build my own. Yeah, but then 
that's like pick your crystal, pick your thing. Yeah, yeah. it's like 250 bucks. That's legit though. Yeah, but it's we saw a lot of people doing it. I didn't buy it. I just any. don't want to carry it around with me all day. It's small. Um, they give you the the tube to go on it to uh -huh. make it look like a lightsaber. That goes in a case you can wear on your back, and oh, then, okay, the, then the, the handle can go in a bag. Oh, psh. Yeah. Done. They give you a, a sleeve. Um, it looks like one of those tab gear barrel sleeves. Yeah. And they put the tube in it, and then you just toss it on your back. Nice. Um, yeah, so they have a, like a holster for it. And then, um, yeah, so you, you really want to go later and stay later. Because mm -hmm. I thought I liked a lot of the rides more at night. Yeah, Disney Disneyland's a nice place at night. Mm-hmm. So that that was my, my 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 trip, and then it's just been crazy busy and catching up and doing all the edits on this damn book and fucking crap like that. And who knows? But uh, can I get a signed copy? Yeah, sure. Everybody's asking me for a signed copy now. Yeah, I get the first one though. Mm, okay, you want number one? Yeah. As if there's numbers. Yeah. I look at this book collection, dude. Come on. You got, we like got six we books. Got, no, no, no. Turn around. We got limited edition, first editions, all that stuff. Okay. But yeah, so that, that's kind of what's going on. And then um, that's been basically it. Getting ready for a lot, a lot of people are reaching out now for shot. You're starting to get the ones coming for... Get, I, yeah, getting shot stuff. I already started doing <clears throat> appointments for shot this week. Yep. The first ones started coming in. Oh, swag-wise, I did do the stickers. We got patches. Patches. Patches coming. Patches coming. I'll give you a bunch to kind of have at the shop and everything. Yeah, I'll put them in my pocket and everything like that. When we go out to shop, people just come over to our booth. I believe it's going to be 7502 again. Is it 7502, 7802? I'll clarify. 75. I'm pretty sure it's 7502. Yeah. I'll clarify that, but you guys come out and you, see me. It's going to be bigger again, isn't it? Uh, it? We still have that whole aisle. Okay, so I so thought. it'll be the same. It's just to have that whole aisle. Nice. Um, Black Friday coming up. What do you got going on there, man? We what, got what's some, special? What's like the best? Uh, are you still have AXMCs to blow out? Or um, Paul just texted me a little bit ago and said he sold four AXs today. MCs or regulars? Uh, AXMCs. So I don't know if that was four of the Black Friday ones. So we got these AXMCs that went out to a special forces unit. It came to. Uh, us and asked us to borrow some guns for some training mm -hmm. and we got those out we got them back they took really good care of them we have under 500 rounds in them and we're selling them for 5500 nice that's a good deal yeah that's a great deal brand new one 6750 those are eight thousand eighty five hundred dollar rifles fifty five hundred dollars nice so those are going down um a lot of good scope sales we had a we had a bunch of demo scopes come in from night force um they're so, probably all the ones i sent back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably all Frank scopes. Yeah. There's like, dude, we got like, man, I feel like we got like 50 of them or that's, something. That's like what that. I sent back. Yeah, I sent perfect. You should have just brought them up to us. Yeah. Said, hey, just Would've, walk them out dude, to these guys. When I went in to do ship them back, uh -huh. I couldn't do the insurance Hi. because I tried to insure every scope. That's expensive. They wouldn't go that high without written authorization. So what I ended up having to do is just go like nine ninety nine ninety nine to get it without the authorization. Because originally I was like, I want off fifteen thousand insurance on this, yeah. and they're like, No, you yeah, can't. Yeah. I'm like, What? They freak out. If yeah, you go, they totally yeah. freaked out. I mean, if you go over twenty five hundred, I mean, it's it starts to turn into. Well, a I think five grand is the beginning cutoff for like special care mm -hmm. where they really watch it. 
So I think really you just have yeah, to Yeah, instead do, of one guy throwing it in there, it's yes, two guys yeah, throwing it in there. Yeah, kind of one watching the other. Yeah. Um, but I think five grand is, is the actual cutoff, but they said I couldn't go over 10 grand without a, an additional level of authorization to ship it. So I just did the 999. Um, but yeah, I had so many damn scopes uh, that, I, that I couldn't do the insurance. Yeah, we got a bunch of them. Uh, so basically what they do with the demo ones and the blemished ones that we get, they are from like a night force show. They went to a show and someone coughed on it and then they brought it back and yeah. then they go and send it back to the guys and say, hey, does this scope look good? And they go, yeah, that looks good. And then they factory warranty, they put it in a box, they seal it and everything like that. So if you call up, and you ask about the condition of the actual scope, we have no idea. It's yeah. in the box, it's sealed, and it has a factory warranty, and it's, you know, like... It's probably cleaned it's up like pretty 15, well. It's like 10 to 15% off what you would normally buy. I mean, mm -hmm. it could be even better than that. I haven't, like, looked at the number. I try not to memorize too many numbers anymore, man. Important information just starts falling out. Yeah, I'm in that same zone, man. So we got those going. Um, we always got loophole deals going. Uh, if you're looking for a good loophole scope, we can uh, put you in a minute. The Mark Fives, everybody, we'll, we'll talk the next podcast about yep. Mark Fives because I've been we getting We got one a, sitting right here yeah, on the desk that we want to talk about. But um, everybody's been asking about the Mark Fives, and I guess there really isn't that many review-wise. I haven't done it. Like I, I got said, some good information yeah. on it. I went to the Loophole Academy. Mm -hmm. I went through that with Buck, and um, actually, I got his info. I told him we kind of do a little pre preliminary uh, Mark V discussion and then let him jump in on it from a manufacturer's yeah, standpoint. Yeah, we'll end this so one we'll, in a little few minutes, we'll two him. minutes there, and then we'll do a whole episode yep. on scope stuff. Um, but uh, lab radars, everybody's getting into a lab radar again because they're like four ninety nine. or I something I might get like a new that. one. Mine is fucked up. I might just get a new one. Get a new one. Might yeah. as well. Um, so they, they've marked those down Mine's for Mine's been us. back three times. I really don't want to play that game. And I have a Gen 1 if first If they just one. keep sending you the same one, you're just going to have to get a new one. Dude. Yeah, because it's rattled. Dude, when you rattle it, it's got broken pieces inside. Yeah. And it don't work right now. So I think I'm going to get a new one. Uh, so, maybe I'll, for Christmas, I'll buy myself a new lab radar from you guys. If they're 400 bucks, why not? Yeah. Because they're useful for some things, but... Our people don't get man the wind on our range. I went out there twice this film, <laughs> and it was twenty mile an hour winds. And actually, if you look at my lesson, my training lesson, at the very end, I always do those little kind of Marvel end credit scene thing that right. I do in right. my videos. Yeah. So I did an end credit in my training video, mm -hmm. and what it was was I went out there to try to shoot the video the first time, and actually. The video you watch in the vid in the end credit are two different days, but I look the same because I'm wearing the same clothes, you know. So I right. tried to make it look yeah pretty all the similar. same. Yeah, yeah, yeah you make yeah, sure yeah. you got the black shirt. The so jeans. what I did is I go out there. The, I went out there the first day. I went to go try to slip in a video and film it, and I was doing this rear bag video, and the wind kept throwing the bags off the friggin' table. Yeah. So I'd start talking, I go, hey, you got Frank every day, you know, and I haven't every day, but Frank from Sniper's Hide, you know, online training lesson, we're gonna talk rear bag, and all of a sudden the wind blows and my shit goes flying. I'm like, mother, ah! So I put that as an end credit scene. But what that does is the lab radar gets caught in that wind. It does, and it's flat. And it lays over, yeah, it lays and it, it just down. hits the ground, and it breaks. Yeah, so it drives the, me nuts. You know, that's the, it's a funny point that you bring up. I was actually I was talking to somebody about wind yesterday that just like really doesn't know much about precision rifle, just kind of getting into it and just kind of picking my brain on it. And I was like, yeah, you know, we deal a lot with the wind and kind of that's kind of our thing. And he's like, well, you know, what, what's your what's your method? And I was like, well, when I first when I first started kind of looking at wind, the way I look at wind now, 
I was like, well, what's your method? What's your method? What's your method? How are you doing this? How are you doing this? Because I was tired of driving an hour and a half to get to the range at being 25 miles an hour, not being able to fucking hit anything. Right, right. You know, so I was like, I got to learn this shit. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, looking at it the, the way we do now with a lot of, you know, analyzing it the way we do. And then like when, when you and I are in a course, I'm on a spotting scope for three days. Yeah. And when you do the math, it's 350 rounds per person per, we'll call it 10 students, right? Yeah. So at the end of the year, just in spotting, I have 25,000 rounds downrange just yeah. in spotting, right? And I hit a good percent of what I'm spotting for. Sure. As far as the wind is concerned. So I get a lot of help, you know, a lot of training, just mental training with that. But um, yeah, you, it, people don't realize the wind that's out there, man. It is fucking insane. And, and you try to tell them and they don't get it. And then when you say it to them, what, what drives me nuts is that we're out there in this, we're doing it, we're simplifying it, and it's working, and we're showing everybody how to match it up to software. And then you get and you go out there and somebody blue doesn't know, comes out, and then they start arguing with you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude. Well, that's why I don't really, I don't go right, through. Right, you don't get like, into any, that. You're not into those I, zones. Yeah, I don't get into those anymore because like I used to be like, okay, guys, here's how here's how I want you guys to look at the wind. Or, and, you know, we go to a match, like a Pawnee, mm -hmm. where you have just a bunch of dudes like hunting rifles and stuff like that. And just one like, good, here's a good one. It was yesterday. So I come on the hide. And a guy who's Bob the Army Ranger. Okay. Bob's an Army Ranger, but he's 65 years old now. But Bob's an Army Ranger who knows everything that he's done. You know, at 65, he probably missed everything. But, you know. So Bob the Ranger comes on and he says, I got a problem with my shooting. I can't get my heartbeat out of my finger. It's in his finger. He goes, I could feel the heartbeat, the pulse in my fingertip." So people are like, no, it's not in your finger. And he's like, yep. And so it's I between said, between your ears. Right, right. I said, listen, dude, your, your heartbeat comes from, you know, either too much cheek pressure, too tight a grip on the gun where you're squeezing it, or holding your breath, or, these, or, or, or this thing. There's, there's these reasons. Nope. It's in my finger. It's like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. You know. I'm not, yeah, I'm so. not getting into it. All right, let's call this one and we'll go to the next. Right thank, on. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being part. Thanks for commenting. The one guy that came on and commented just to comment. Thank you. We dig it. Yeah, there was a couple of them that I've seen kind of throughout the years. Just like comment, enter, yep. Yep. comment, enter, which is really cool because that boosts us up at the end of the year. And then all of the uh, um, the guys that are on the Apple store that are uh, pushing us up to the top as well. We so, are. I yeah. haven't even looked at stats. Yeah, we're doing really good. Okay, so. cool, man. Right, Appreciate guys. you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Later. Peace. We're out.